Hello everyone, it is Ava, and welcome back to Not Your Average TV Junkie Podcast. Today I am recapping weeks three and four of Dancing with the Stars, which includes my very favorite night of all the Dancing with the Stars nights. That is Disney night. And to be completely honest with you, I don't even know what week four is yet. I'm filming this on Monday, but before the show. So this part, the Disney recap, will be filmed before I even see this week's dances and I'm one I'm not 100% sure I'm like 99% sure it's most memorable year because Tyra like talked about it at the end and like hinted at it but like for some reason didn't tell us what it was it was very strange but um I'm pretty sure it is most memorable year so don't quote me on that I guess we will find out later in the episode when I get there but I'm super super excited Disney night is always my favorite night and I'm really really excited to jump into it so first of all Carol Baskin and Pasha dance to Circle of Life from The Lion King, which is one of my very favorite, first of all, like probably top three Disney movies and one of my favorite Disney songs, period. They got a, did I say that they danced to Samba? They danced to Samba and they scored a 12 out of 30, which is not good, but the Samba was not good. I believe Bruno said that something about she could get more bounce if she sambaed with like a couch or something like something stagnant like that and I was like that's an oof but also accurate because she was barely she was just like kind of walking it was almost like like okay here's the thing and I know this is gonna sound bad but when I look at someone dance and I'm like I could do that that's a problem because she's so un- agile I don't know like what the what the term would be I mean I know she's older and that's just not like her forte which I mean it wouldn't be mine either but she's moving with like so slow and just like hitting very basic points and doing very basic like walking movements like you could teach me that dance and I could do it as successfully as she could that's a problem so she definitely deserved those low scores it's not very good very sorry next was Anne oh my gosh Haish Hetch? Hesh. Hetch? I really don't know. I will mental note when I watch tonight. Press save in my brain. I'll get it right next week. I probably won't, but cross your fingers because this is getting ridiculous. Anne and Keo danced to Zero to Hero from Hercules, and they did, let's see. I don't know what dance they did. I didn't write it down. Bravo, Ava. What, like, how did I miss that? Oh, it was a quick step guys. I did write it down. I just got lost in my sea of notes. And they got a 15 out of 30, which like I said, I think I said in my last episode, I'm actually pretty impressed with Anne, but I think that she is not going to get very much farther. She was, spoiler alert, in the bottom with, I'm pretty sure she's in the bottom, right? I'm almost 100% sure she's in the bottom with Carol Baskin. And finally, Carol Baskin went home. Y'all know my thoughts on Carol Baskin. We talked about this. I'm sorry to just like preemptively jump to the conclusion of the episode. I will talk about everybody else, but I just thought you should know that. I'm really, really happy Carol Baskin went home. I'm so sorry, but I, I really am. And I actually really like Anne. Hey, sh- my goodness, this is bad. I really do like Anne and she's in the bottom and that kind of made me sad, but she's not that great of a dancer. So I get it, but like I'm rooting for her. I think she can do better. I actually really also like the song Zero to Hero, and I don't think she did bad. I think she did better than I could, so she's a step ahead of Carol, but I I don't think she did bad. I think she has potential. 
Next was Sky and Alan, and they danced to Almost There from Princess and the Frog. I wrote down too many notes, and I can't even find what, like, they danced. I should have, like, what do you call it? Highlighted it? Bolded it? Something. It's a jive. It's right there. Right before where I wrote the song title, I wrote jive. There it is, everyone. Slow clap for Ava being incompetent today. Okay, anyways, she danced a jive to Almost There from Princess and the Frog, another one of my very favorite Disney songs. I thought it was a lot better than the judges gave her credit for. They were like, meh, it was fine. And I thought, yeah, it wasn't the greatest jive I've ever seen in my entire life, but I think it was good. She got an 18 out of 30. I think she deserved slightly better than that. It was not bad. I feel like she got a little too much crap for... That dance, it wasn't that bad. And I really do like Sky Jackson. I think the way the season is going, she's not going to make it very far, which is making me very sad. Next was Nelly and Daniela, and they danced to... Is the song called Soul? No. They danced to... The movie is called Soul. It's a new Pixar movie that I've never heard of. That's why I was like, what is this song? It's All Right from Soul, and they danced a foxtrot... Which, actually, based on the trailer for this movie, I really am excited to see. I was not expecting that, but it looks really good. And they always do that, though, with Dancing with the Stars. Like, if there's a new Disney or Pixar movie coming out, and on Disney night, they'll, like, throw the new song in there. And if I was on the show, I would be so sad to get some new movie that I've never seen, because I want to dance to a classic. I want to be Cinderella, or Mulan, or someone, Jasmine, anybody. I would not want to be... I would not want to be some, like, random character, but I think they did really well. They also got an 18 out of 30. I did like the song. I think I'm pretty excited to see the movie. I don't have a lot of thoughts. Like, I, I very do not remember this. I think it was fine. That's, I mean, did I have, like, literally no memory of the dance and I only watched it, like, a week ago is a little bit of a problem, but... I don't know. It, it was good. It was good. It could have been better. It could have been worse. 18 out of 30 seems appropriate. I don't know. That, that's all I got for you. Next is Justina Machado and Sasha. They did a Charleston to Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious from Mary Poppins, which again, one of my faves. And like I said, a Charleston. She got a 19 out of 30, which I believe is her lowest score so far this season. I... You all know I love Justina Machado. And I actually really enjoyed the dance. I can see how they were talking about how the Charleston wasn't super, like, kicks and flicks and, like, precise the way a Charleston should be. But I still think she had... A lot of people were saying she didn't have as much energy as before, which I didn't get that impression that she was, like, had less energy. But I just think that the footwork kind of slowed her down and then it might have seemed like she had less energy. But, I mean, overall, Charleston looks dang hard. So, I think she did a great job. 19 out of 30, I think, was respectable for the dance. Next is Jesse Metcalf. I cannot, why can I not get these last names? I watch the show every week. They say them every week. Metcalf, right? I'm pretty sure that one's right. Jesse Metcalf and Sharna. They danced to King of New York from Newsies. And they did the jive. I love Newsies. I love the song King of New York. Y'all know I am a huge Broadway fan. So I, I love that song. I really do. 
And like I said, they danced the jive. They got a 20 out of 30. And I think he did really well. I mean, this is the highest score I've talked about thus far. But I think that, I think he did really well. Uh, honestly, I loved the setup that Sharna did. I love the choreo and all of that. I think the jive looked really good. I was really impressed. He wasn't impressing me all that much before, but I'm really impressed. So go Jesse. Next is Monica and Val. They danced to Part of Your World from The Little Mermaid. And they did a waltz. She got a 21 out of 30. Way to go. I loved this dance. I think you could really see. I was. T- I know I was talking about this in the last, my last episode. I just completely lost words. I was talking about this in my last episode. How it looked like she wasn't super comfortable in the ballroom and with the dances and all of that. And I think the slower waltz and like the beautiful outfit and all of that was a lot more her. And it allowed her to really open up. And I think she killed it. I really, really loved it. Next up is AJ McLean and Cheryl, who danced to Prince Ali from Aladdin, which huge, huge Aladdin fan, huge fan of that song. I absolutely loved it. They danced the quick step and they also scored a 21 out of 30. I'm also super impressed with him. I think that he he's doing really well and I really loved seeing him having like fake tea with his little girls adorable super cute his family seems so sweet I I really thought he did good he's really impressing me too I think that he could go far and the Backstreet Boys have an incredible fan base so I think he really could go far if he just upset technique a little bit I think he's got some good things going for him Next up is Vernon Davis and Pita. They danced to Be Our Guest from Beauty and the Beast, and they also danced a quick step. Um, I loved that he thought he was going to get to play the Beast, and he got to play the candlestick. What was Pita, though? Was she like the teapot or like a table runner? It was very confusing to me. Like, I thought she was the teacup, but like, it, it didn't really make all that much sense to me. Like, can we please get an explanation of what Pita was supposed to be? But I, they scored a 22 out of 30. I don't remember if I said that. And I absolutely loved it. I think they killed it. And I'm super, I'm a, a lot, really impressed with a lot of these people. I am also really freaking impressed with Vernon. I think that he is killing it. I was not expecting him to be good. I'm not going to lie to you. I think in my original episode, I was like, nah, he'll be gone early. I think he could make it pretty far. I think he's, he's got it going for him. I'm, I'm not going to lie. And I love Beauty and the Beast. Next is Jeannie Mai and Brandon. They danced to Married Life from Up. And they did a Vietnamese waltz. And she also got a 22 out of 30. Which I really, really liked her dance. I think it was beautiful. I think the waltz was beautiful. I really liked that she dedicated it to her husband. They're married, right? It's not like they're not engaged. I'm pretty sure it's her husband. That she dedicated it to him for his birthday, and I really loved that she stole the eight. She stole the eight paddle once she got the eight from Bruno. She stole it and just held it for a little bit until Tyra was like, "We need that eight paddle back." But she, like I said, she got a twenty-two out of thirty. Super impressed. I really like her. I I'm really. I didn't really know who she was before the show, but I'm really enjoying watching her, and I I really think she's great actually. Next is Chriselle and Gleb dancing to A Dream as Always Your Heart Makes from Cinderella and dancing the waltz. She got a 22 out of 30 also and I think she killed it. 
honestly, I'm really impressed. She hasn't been doing all that great in terms of scores. I think that her last two weeks, her scores were far too low. But I think that this week, the 22 out of 30, like coming in super strong. The dance was great. I'm really excited to see. I hope she goes a lot farther so we get to see her grow because I'm really anxious to see that. I think that she could really, she could really be someone to reckon with in this competition, especially now that I feel like the judges are scoring her fairly. Just That's my two cents. Next is Caitlin Bristow and Artem. They danced a foxtrot to How Far I'll Go from Moana. They got a 23 out of 30, and I loved it. I, first of all, How Far I'll Go from Moana is, again, one of my favorite Disney songs ever. I really need to do a Disney movie, Disney song, like a ranking or something segment in one of my upcoming four-episode podcasts. I know I haven't had a four-episode, like, normal, what this podcast was kind of centered around kind of idea, because I have so much I want to be recapping. Like, I feel like I'm just constantly recapping and I never get around to doing my regular episodes. But there will be breaks in all the fantastic television. And I will get back to that. But as of right now, just so y'all can, like, be looking forward on the Not Your Average Sheet Junkie podcast, I will be continuing off the season of Dancing with the Stars. And I will be continuing out the season of Big Brother. Big Brother is coming to an end by the end of this month, so then the recaps for that will stop. However, I'm picking up Amazing Race in like a week and a half. I will be recapping Amazing Race. That'll kind of take the place of the Big Brother recaps, but there's a lot less Amazing Race to cover than there is of Big Brother because Amazing Race is on once a week and Big Brother was on three times a week. So that those will kind of slow things down. I think not having so much Big Brother to recap, I'll be able to get other episodes up. So I'll just have eventually by the end of the month, planning to just have Dancing with the Stars, which will be like probably halfway over by then, and Amazing Race. And then we'll see where, we'll see what new TV takes us on our journey, because I know Survivor. I was going to do Survivor recaps, but Survivor is currently also out because of COVID. So it's just a little recap. I do not remember what I was talking about before I just went on that gigantic tangent. I'm pretty sure I was saying that I loved Caitlin Bristow's dance. And I really, okay, the only thing I didn't like that, she could have been in such a cuter dress. Like, I'm just saying, the dress was a little strange. Caitlyn's gorgeous. Moana's gorgeous. The dress was just a little strange. The dance was great. What did I say they danced? The fox shot. It was beautiful. Love the song. Really love Caitlyn Bristow. Way to go. I don't remember if I said the score. 23 out of 30. Next up is Neve and Jenna. And look, I'm pretty sure I got a name right. Slow clap for me. They danced to Angelica from Pirates of the Caribbean, and they did an Argentine tango. I feel like I have to say it that way. First of all, Jenna's outfit was amazing. Like, if I could get that outfit and that hair and be that for Halloween, like, sign me up. I don't even like Halloween. That's a whole other thing, but in case you didn't know that about me, you're really not a Halloween fan. We can just hop over Halloween and go straight to Christmas. Really jazzed about it. It's okay. I digress. But I really liked her outfit. It was fantastic. And Neve killed it. Oh my goodness. Got a 24 out of 30. It was super good. The character, like the character he portrayed with like, he was like still super sexy, but also like drunken as a pirate and got all the moves ready. It was fantastic. I really, really loved it. Honestly, like huge fan. I really, really loved it. The last one I have is Johnny Weir and Brit. They danced to Reflection from... Mulan and they danced a rumba 
and he also got a 24 out of 30. However, I believe those scores were way too high. I'm so sorry. They were way too high. He did not deserve as high a score as his knee. I'm sorry. Knees was way better. And even like Chriselle's was better. I feel like Jeannie's was better. Like I'm even going to go in as far in saying like Monica's was better than his was. He just had a lot of like flair, but I feel like the rumbo wasn't that great. Like, the dancing wasn't that great. So, like, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about him getting tying for the highest score of the night. Like, I don't think that was deserved. Like, I'm really sorry. I like Johnny. I just, I don't know. I think he's more flair than dancing. And that shouldn't get the scores. Like, Nelly has really great rhythm and flair, but he doesn't get the scores because he can't do the ballroom dancing, which is fair. Johnny is the same way, but just he's a little more loud and obnoxious about it. And he gets the scores. Like, I don't know. I'm just a little torn. I'll get over it. It's okay. I digress. But that's just my thoughts. Like I said earlier, and Heish, I'm pretty sure it's Heish. And Carol Baskin, we're in the bottom two. And Carol Baskin walked on out the door, which I'm perfectly happy about. So, now I will take a pause and go watch tonight's episode, which, like I said earlier, may or may not be the most memorable year. And I will come back to you a little bit later to recap that. And this episode will be up. So over to future Ava. All right, you guys, I am back recapping week four of Dancing with the Stars, which was not most memorable year as I was anticipating based on what Tyra said at the end of last week's episode. I don't know why she talked about it that way, but it was not most memorable year. So just to correct myself, as I thought, like really thought that's what it was going to be. But it's not. So here we are. It was just a regular week from what I gather. There was didn't seem to be a theme. I don't really know what was going on, to be quite honest with you. But I did enjoy the week, so let's jump into it. I believe, if my math is correct, are 13 couples left. I'm really bad at math, though, but I'm, I'm pretty sure there's 13 couples left. So we are starting off with Jesse Metcalf and Sharna. And they danced the cha-cha and got a 21 out of 30, which I think he did a lot better than he has been doing, to be quite honest with you. I I think I've mentioned in the past that I really had high hopes that he was going to be an amazing dancer and wow, he's going to be so great and go all the way. And then he just wasn't that great of a dancer, which like, how would one anticipate that? I just, I guess based on appearance, I thought he would be a good dancer, but that's what I get for judging a book by its cover. That was my bad. But he did a lot better this week. I know that the judges were like, it was all right. They said he like looked at the ground a lot and were like not was like not moving his hips correctly, which if I was on the show, first thing that would be said to me is you don't know how to move your hips correctly and they would be correct. I cannot move my hips like that. Absolutely not. Like literally cannot floss. Like the the dance move, literally can't do it. It's really embarrassing. But anyways, I think he looked a little better. 21 out of 30 is respectable. So I think he's on the up and up. Next was Anne Heche. I still didn't, I didn't make note of how to say her name. Guys, I had one job. I'm pretty sure it's Heche. Anne Heche. And Keo danced the, let's see, what did, I wrote a lot down. I literally don't even know. What did she dance? Why can't I find it? Apparently, I didn't write it down. I have oodles of stuff written down and I don't know what she danced. I might find it. Anyway, they also got a 21 out of 30 and the package was all about how when she 
was younger and she dated Ellen DeGeneres and she was trying to take Ellen to some sort of award show and the network she was working for said that if she took Ellen, meaning like like a lesbian couple, um, if she took her to this award show, this is probably like 98, like 1997, 1998, that they would like do away with her contract and she would lose her, her like film deal. And she did it anyway, and she lost that motion picture, studio picture deal, and I think that was honestly pretty brave of her, and that really sucks that that happened, because that's not fair, just because she wanted to bring, she should be able to bring whoever she wanted to bring to that award show, no matter what gender, so I think that really sucks, but she came out on the other end and opened a lot of doors for a lot of people, which is what the judges were talking about, which I think was awesome. Also... I just found out, or I found in my notes, because I wrote a sea of notes, that she danced the Paso, and like I said earlier, she scored a 21 out of 30, and I think she did pretty good. The only thing I will say is her costume, like I know it was supposed to be like Rainbow Pride, it kind of looked like a sombrero. Like, it didn't look like super awesome and rainbow, it kind of looked like a sombrero. I don't know, I think they could have done a better job with the costume. Like, they had so much to work with with the rainbow theme, and it looked like... A sombrero. I'm just saying. Anyways, I think she did pretty well. Next is Nelly and Daniela, and he also scored a 21 out of 30, and he also danced the Paso. I think that, like I said in a million episodes, that he can move, but he can't dance ballroom or Latin or stuff like that. So he has, like, the ability to move correctly. It's just this is not his style, and I think that that's pretty evident, but he's doing his best. I think he's doing all right. 21 out of 30. Like I said earlier, respectable. Next was Jeannie and Brandon ta- d- talking, dancing the tango, also scoring a 21 out of 30. What I was going to say about the talking earlier was in the um, package, she was talking about how her mother is betting against her. <laughs> like her mother has started a betting pool against her own daughter. That is hilarious and kind of strange. Like, I would be super mad if my mom betted against me and I was competing on a show like this. I would be like, dude, have some faith in me. Like, come on. Anyways, (laughs) I think that her dance was okay. I think her dance was a lot better than it was, or it was a lot better last week. That's what I was going to say. I feel like my mind's in like 10 different places. I'm like really all over the road. I need to focus. Focus. I'm talking, dancing with stars. Focus. Anyways, I think that her dance was better last week, but I think she still did it well. And I really liked her personality in this dance. I think it really showed through. Anyway, 21 out of 30, respectable. Next. Next is Vernon Davis and Pita. They danced the rumba and got a 22 out of 30. And like I said, I'm really, really impressed with Vernon, and I really like this dance. I thought the rumble was really good. I think he's super hot, just saying. I think he's doing really well. He has a lot of charisma and a lot of, like, gusto when he dances, especially I thought this rumba was very good. So I, I really liked it. I think a 22 out of 30 is also respectable. I, I don't know. I think it could have been a little higher, but I digress. Next is Chriselle Strauss. I think it's Strauss, actually. I'm pretty sure I've been saying Strauss this whole time. There's no R. There's no R in her last name. I've just been saying Strauss. It's Chriselle Strauss. I'm pretty sure it's Strauss. There's literally no R, so I don't know where I got Strauss from. I just, like, 
read it super quickly the first week and then just assumed I was right and didn't fact check myself. There's no R. It's not Strauss. Anyway, Chrishell and Gleb, they danced the Foxtrot. And they also got a 22 out of 30. And this was her best dance by far. I thought it was sort of strange that in the package she was talking about freezing her eggs. Like, I get that she wanted to be like, open about it but also like some things are better left unsaid like we didn't need to know that in my opinion like the whole world didn't need to know that if you want to like talk about that on your social media like that's cool you do you but I think it was kind of a weird subject for the package I don't know what was really going on there super strange I don't know why Tiger was asking her about it in front of millions of people also strange the, the whole thing was a little strange the dance was really good though I think it was her best dance she got 22 out of 30 respectable. Next was Monica and Val dancing the, let's see, let's see, Samba, and she got a 24 out of 30. This was definitely her best dance. It was really, really good. I will talk later about the elimination fiasco. We will get there, but right now this dance was super good. What did I just say she danced? A Samba. It was very good. I really like Monica. I really liked the way Um, she talked to Val about, like, having empathy. I think that was awesome that she, like, brought that up to him. That shows a lot of character on her part and the way that Val took it so well and is really trying to work on it. Also awesome on his part. Really grown-up people, grown-up conversation. I really like to see that, that a lot of times on shows like this you see people who are, like, adults but they act like teenagers. No, that was was an adult conversation. It was handled well on both parts. I like to see it. I really like to see it. Anyway, great dance super awesome 24 out of 30 totally respectable next was justina machado and sasha dancing the salsa which i think her score should have been higher she got also got a 24 out of 30 i think her score should have been higher i mean she killed it that salsa was so fun that matched her personality so well i think her score should have been higher but it was really good i'm really happy with it i think it looked awesome costumes were great the hair was great she had her hair in like a high pony and it was like all long and it was beautiful I really liked it next was AJ McLean and Cheryl dancing with the Backstreet Boys on like the back screen really fun and they danced the cha-cha they got a 24 out of 30 it was it was good I really liked the cha-cha however I don't know if a 24 out of 30 was too high. I don't know. Like, I felt like it was just a little high. I don't know. I know I talked about that last week with, oh, what's his face? Guys, Johnny Weir. <laughs> I talked about it. him. I think he got two highest scores again. But I think AJ, AJ's was good. I mean, I guess I'll take the 24 out of 30 I think was fair. It was just, like, maybe a little high. Like, it was super awesome to have the Backstreet Boys back together. But, like deserving of all eights maybe not but the dance is good next was neve and jenna and they were dancing the aramba and they got also got a 24 out of 30 i thought it was super weird how much he talked about his chest hair super strange i don't know i feel like some of the topics we talked about tonight were really strange really strange anyways yeah and then bruno kept talking about it and tyra kept talking about it i'm like let it go people this is really a strange conversation Anyways, the rumba was actually very good. 
he also got a 24 out of 30. See, I think his was a lot better than AJ's. It was two different dances, granted, but I feel like Neve did a lot better job than AJ. AJ just had the Backstreet Boys in the background to, like, hype him up, but I don't know. I really like Neve. I really do. I, I think he's a great guy. I was not expecting to like him, but I think he's awesome. Anyways, 24 out of 30, I'll take it. It was a really good rumba. Way too much talk about the chest hair. Like, take take a step back, Tyra. It's okay. Next is Johnny Weir and Brett dancing the... What did he dance? What did he dance? What did he dance? I don't see it. I don't see it. Maybe I didn't write it, guys. I'm failing tonight. I, like, literally don't see it. I'm trying to read through all my notes while I'm talking, and I don't see it. Well, I don't know what he danced. I'm very, very sorry. No, come on. Why do I not see it? Anyways, he also got a 24 out of 30. I've said this a hundred times, but he's not that great of a dancer, and he shouldn't be getting that high of scores just because he has energy. It's the same thing with Nelly, but Nelly doesn't get high scores. Oh my gosh, my computer's freaking out. Hold on, I'm sorry. My creative cloud would really like to update at this moment. No, quit. I don't want to. Okay, sorry. My computer literally hates me. Anyways, the dance was okay. It was okay. I don't know what kind of dance it was because I failed to write it down, but... The dance is okay. It's just his scores, I feel like, are too high. I don't know. I'm sorry. Like, that's an unpopular opinion, but I kind of feel that way. Sorry. Anyways, next is Caitlin and Artem. My stupid computer. What is going on? I'm sorry. Uh, She danced the Viennese Waltz and got a 25 out of 30 first nine of the season. I thought this was beautiful. I think she killed it. I think she deserved three nines. That's all I'm saying. I think she deserved three nines. It was great. I really, really like her. I think she might win. I know, like, Justina's my winner pick. I want Justina to win, but I think Caitlyn might win. And I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. I love Caitlyn Bristow. I think she's a fantastic dancer. And she looked great tonight. Like, with the, the red lip and the pretty dress. Loved it. Really big fan. And last but not least is Sky Jackson and Alan dancing the... Oh, gosh. What did she dance? It doesn't say. That doesn't really matter. Her dance was so good. It was so emotional. She danced in memory of Cameron Boyce, who was her co-star co-star on Jesse, who passed away two years ago from a seizure due to epilepsy, which was really sad. And I think that her dance was fantastic. I really liked it. And it was really great that she honored him. And it was really emotional and sad. However, 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 I don't think it deserved a 10. Like, I understand what Carrie Ann was trying to do with, like, the sentiment of the 10, but she deserved three nines. Her and Caitlin should have both gotten three nines. They should have tied. She got two nines and a 10. I just think the 10 was too much. The dance, the dance was really, really good. I just don't think that the dance was that great. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel bad because, like, I don't know. Like, I like the sentiment of the 10. I just think strictly based on dancing, that wasn't a 10. I feel like that was a little bit of a stretch. But the dance was fantastic. The entire performance, the tribute, everything, fantastic. I really, really enjoyed it. I'm just not sure about the 10. Anyways, now we get to live TV at its finest, where I don't know what happened. It seemed off from the beginning because there were three people standing there and Tyra was like the bottom two is and then started randomly saying names and they were looking around like hold on a second there's still three of us standing here like okay 
I, I, I'm just saying, I kind of feel like it was Tyra's fault. Like, it might not have been her fault. And I know I, like, hate on Tyra a lot. I don't, like, actually hate her. I just don't think she's a good host for the show. Because, first of all, there weren't even two people on the stage. So that was clearly her fault. She, like, skipped a line or something. Or the person in her ear, I guess, might have skipped a line. But, like, there, she couldn't have looked up and been like, why am I talking about the final two when there's still three people standing on the stage? So that was the first really weird thing. I was like, what is going on? And then suddenly she was like whoops, we made a counting error. Monica and Val, who I just told you you were safe, yet you're not. Like, what? (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, that was really, like, strange. Like, it was super awkward. Like, imagine being Monica right now. Like, you're told you're safe. You're like, yahoo! And then you go backstage, and they're like, haha, JK, we can't count. You're not safe. Like, that's really unfortunate. And I'm sure it was a mix of a bunch of people's faults, but, like, Tyra handled it really badly, in my opinion, in my opinion, like, I digress, but it was, like, really confusing, and then she kept blaming the backstage, like, just be like, sorry, y'all, live TV, move on, instead of being like, that was an error in our control room, like, what? (laughs) Like, okay, the whole thing was just very strange, in my opinion, I don't know, like, I, I feel really bad for Monica, anyways, Monica and Anne were in the bottom two. The judges voted Anne out, which obviously, I actually really liked Anne, but Monica was a much better dancer, like a way better dancer. But it was really just interesting how that like played out. It seemed like something was like off from the beginning and then everything just like crumbled and everyone was like, what did happen? That's kind of how it felt like what went down. But anyways, that is it for this recap. 80s week is next week, which I'm all for. I love me some 80s music. At least we have a definite theme this week instead of like, maybe it's the most memorable year. I can tell you, definitely, unless Tyra gave us the wrong decade, which is a possibility. It's 80s night, so I will see you all very soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening.